Thank you for joining us today on the Summit Global Investments Podcast. I'm Bryce Sutton, Managing Partner with Summit Global Investments. In our last podcast, Dave Harden, CEO and founder of SGI, along with Kim Schooler of Wealthwave, discussed portfolio moves that SGI made during the early onslaught of COVID-19 and the uncertainty in today's investing environment. In this episode, we'll look further into the current investing landscape and see how the high unemployment rate in the U.S. is going to impact the short-term and longer-term outlook of the markets. Well, it is really important to stay in communication with your financial professional and you know, follow the guidance that you're hearing from your government officials. Now, you know, since all of this started, as you know, whole industries have either shut down or adapted in an era of social distancing and shelter in place. So we're, you know, in April, we're at the end of April, beginning of May. So companies are beginning to report their first quarter earnings. Do you have any concerns? Absolutely. I mean, long-term, no. We've been through multiple viruses. We've had viruses that have killed and destroyed other industries before. And we know how this ends. And how this ends is the market recovers and eventually continues on. So I don't have long-term concerns. Short-term, it is a concern. Companies will take away their guidance. Companies will say, hey, we can't guarantee what the returns will be. Companies will absolutely miss earnings. They will miss them, not because analysts didn't get it right, but because they have no earnings. I have a friend who just flew on a a plane from New York to Tennessee, and it was a private plane. Not that they flew private. (laughs) They bought a commercial ticket, but there was no one else on the plane, if you know what I mean. And so when you have very limited people spending zero money on restaurants and other things, it absolutely will impact earnings. And so this is an important time from a standpoint to see how these companies are actually doing. The other problem, though, that we're having with first quarter earnings, and I won't call it a problem, I guess, the other issue that's coming out of it is that, number one, the market's already discounted earnings. Even if a company misses, no one's paying attention. They've already said, hey, you know, we recognize that you're not going to make any money, and so or not as much money. And so a lot of the earnings are being discounted already and they're looking out not just the next quarter or the next quarter after that they're looking out to 2021 the market is trying everything it can to be positive and look as far out as possible and be forgiving as possible to say let's let's invest let's go up and so yes i have some concerns but uh, uh some of those are already baked into the returns of these companies Well, since mid-March, when the president declared a national emergency and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention advised Americans to avoid large gatherings, 22 million people in the United States have lost their jobs. Unemployment may reach 16% by July, higher than at any point since the Great Depression. What are your thoughts about the impact of high unemployment on the economy? It's going to be devastating. 
Um, let's put it in perspective just a little bit. Of the United States population, we already have over 10% of the population unemployed. If we were Australia, we would have 100% of our population unemployed as they only have about 25 million people in the whole country of Australia. We have more people unemployed than all of Australia. We have more people unemployed since the beginning of March than were employed since the great financial crisis in 2008. We've wiped out every single one of those jobs. So from a standpoint of recovery, the economy is much like a muscle. And without use and without being exercised, it has atrophy. And it doesn't just bounce back overnight. And people that are looking for a V-shaped recovery, the V-shape has already happened. The market's already bounced back from its lows on March 23rd. So the V-shape is behind us from an economic, from a market standpoint. But for the economy, it's going to take time. The economy did not fully recover and get to full employment, what it had prior to 2008, for years after 2008. And so we probably will not go back to work, everybody. In fact, some people might not go back to work because they make more money on unemployment with the new stimulus package. So why go back to work when I can make more money being unemployed? I will wait. Another thing that we find in election years that may come into play is typically unemployment rises into the fall of a major election year. And then after the election, they kind of seem to go back to work as a whole. So we would expect that to somewhat continue. Even if the market bounces back, you will have people that don't go back to work. Now we do have these PPP loans and employers are encouraged if they want to receive these loans, be forgiven for these loans, to hire their workforce that they may have let off or keep or maintain their workforce. So we anticipate the last week to two weeks in June for these employers to make sure they meet their numbers and we may have an increase during those two months or a decrease of unemployment numbers, in other words, during those two months, two weeks. But in reality, I think the numbers will be devastating and they'll be more than what people expect and it will be deeper than what people expect when they report earnings. Discover just said today that their travel revenue for the Discover credit card was down 99%. And so this is a very big hit on our economy and it's going to take a while for it to fully recover. Well, you know, let's talk about that. You mentioned June. We're through the first quarter. What do you see in the second, third, and fourth quarter? It is now a good time to buy. I mean, do you think we've hit the bottom? Well, let's go back to, you know, this meeting that you ha that someone's going to have and they meet with their advisor or advisor meets with a client. And you're sitting around the kitchen table, if you will, or the office at six feet apart or over the phone through the new technologies like Zoom or what have you. But the point is, is you get your, you get your risk right. You're aggressive, you're conservative, or somewhere in between. Assuming that is correct and everything's good there, then absolutely now is a good time to buy for a couple reasons. Number one, you have a very, very, very active Fed. 
And it does create a tremendous amount of pressure on the economy and on the markets to be positive. Literally trillions of dollars helping companies to move forward, to move upward. It's very, very hard not to be bullish when the Fed is so bullish and they're acting so often. It does create and will create side effects. And it may be one of the biggest things that we criticize in years to come, but not in the intermediate time frame. And so these are some reasons. Another reason to be bullish at this time is that let's say that, you know, the market or the economy or the earnings of companies go down to like oil to a dollar or two dollars or something of this nature. Well, when it rallies up 50%, it is a 50% rally. So even though it only went from $1 to $2 and it's still, you know, less than the price of a chicken nuggets at Chick-fil-A, the reality is, is it was a return of 50%. So returns can be had and that's why people are investing. So the, the past is behind us. And if you have cash, now is a great time to get it ready, to get it invested. You don't have to wait, for example, your IRA contributions. You don't have to wait till July 15th. You can make those now. For 2020 IRA contributions, you don't have to wait till 2021. You can make those contributions now. Get them into the accounts and get them ready to get into the market. You don't necessarily have to put it in the market right away. You may stagger it over a couple weeks or buy on the days that when it goes down. But getting that money in and getting that money ready is very, very important. And I think now is an absolutely great time to be doing that. And hence, 10 years down the road or five years down the road, you probably won't guess the exact bottom. Maybe the bottom was March 23rd. Maybe it won't be. Maybe we'll retest those bottom, uh, those lows. But the reality is, is that you'll be close enough to where your returns will be very, very good, my belief is, over that long period of time. So if you have less than five years, if you are looking for your assets to you know, grow by July 15th for tax day, no, I would not advise to put your money in the market. Then you're testing fade, and it might not turn out in your favor. And so I would not advise that. But with the right risk profile, with the right time horizon, I think now would be a great time. 